Welcome to I'll Take Three, a movie treasure hunt. I'm Kristen, and I'm here with these two co-hosts. With the co-most, my name's Alex, and I am so excited to be back. We're back, baby! I'm Jacob. I am also a co-host with something, and that's not <laughs> anything with what you said. Okay. <laughs> I'm good at this podcasting thing. Yep, we have been away for quite a while, and uh, we're here to get back to it. We've been waiting in the wings. We're like, should we take eight months off? And we're like, yeah, probably. (laughs) I don't think it was a scheduled eight months. I think (laughs) our tweet was like, we're taking a few weeks off. (laughs) And then I got hit in the head with a rock, and it was eight months. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, that dang rock. You can't can't help when, you know, you lay down on the ground and get hit by a rock. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If anyone out there has left us in their podcast feeds, we appreciate it, too. Oh, yeah. That's that's very nice of you guys for sticking with us, even though we took a very long break. Uh, And new listeners who have uh, come since we've ended... Thanks for, uh, you know, finding us while we've been gone. Appreciate yeah, that. That's all, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Hopefully uh, we are going to be uh, regular again, um, at least for like the time poops. being. Yeah. That's the well, kind of stuff how, people want to hear. Huh? <laughs> how long, how, I haven't seen you update your poop map <laughs> in a while, Alex. <laughs> oh, I popped gosh. on and put one on there once upon a time, I think. What oh one poop every uh, six to eight months? Similar to that. I might have deleted the app. Go. Actually, I think I t- deleted the app. Yeah, you needed those megabytes <laughs> on your phone. I can't believe yeah. that was an actual thing people yeah, were doing, I, I or they're that still app. doing. <laughs> I don't have it anymore. I still have Kinda the weird. app. I haven't updated it in a while. It was great. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> last we left, do you, Kristen, do you remember where we were heading? Um, we were going to start on my theme. Um, I had originally picked musicals, but... Notice a uh, keyword originally there. Yeah, but uh, that has changed because I thought maybe maybe it'd be cooler to do something a little more broad with it because I feel like musicals, I mean, there's a ton of different choices for it, but I wanted to give you guys some kind of other options, whatever. So instead of doing, because I chose a Music Man, which is what this episode. Well, last about. time you picked a different movie too. What then? Then we just never <laughs> got around oh, to what did I again. Pick? So sorry about that, you guys. Um, you were gonna that. do Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Where are we? Or I maybe, don't even remember ever hearing of that. Movie. I don't sure. remember that. Hold on, it says it in the Uncut Gems episode. Let's go. Didn't look. we watch that? Does one? it? You were gonna find out right now. Here we go. 
Uh, Uncut Gems. Next episode. Oh, no, no, no. Fiddler on the Roof. Fiddler oh. is going to be the next episode. Interesting. Well, well for anyone who <clears throat> watched that movie, good job good for job. you. That's why yeah. I'm talking about it. <laughs> yeah. They, sorry about that. <laughs> So I guess I decided, well, the main reason I changed my movie was because, well, I also forgot I chose Fiddler on the Roof (laughs) in the first place, but I, um, actually I go thrifting a lot and I found uh, a vinyl of the Music Man, uh, the original Broadway cast, and it was in like mint condition, which is very surprising for vinyl at a thrift shop for like, I swear, I always like find ones that have dents and scratches, whatever, but this was like in pristine shape i was very surprised but i decided to choose the music band because i have the vinyl now so i was like why don't we watch that it'll be fun because it's like a big broadway musical it's like a a very big show and i'd never seen it and i supposedly love musicals but i'd never seen it (laughs) and then uh i start watching this movie you know which we won't we'll get to the runtime later but I start watching the movie. I'm an hour into it. And Alex, are you text me and say, <laughs> I don't want to watch the music matter or something that happens like that. So. Well, yeah. Well, tell well, <laughs> first, first, tell everyone what our new theme is. It's okay. Not so the new theme that I chose to kind of give us a broad choice or broad choices, instead of it being just musicals, it's movies with the word man in the title. So hmm. that opens it up a little bit more. Yeah. And I was, I guess what scared me was the two hour, two, what is it? Two and a half two hours. Two and a half. Yeah. It's a <laughs> long one. Like, 53 minutes. I was like, oh my God, I do not want to sit here and watch this two and a half hour movie. So I was trying to change it up, but yeah, we, Jake was already ahead of us and watching half of the movie already. Well, I, I, and I started late after I realized how long it was because I was trying to watch it before I went to work and I gave myself two hours to watch the movie and it was two and a half hours. I was like, well, shit. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, I had a, I had a pause during the movie, which I didn't plan on having to do. So hopefully my notes and everything are okay. uh, I actually had to do that too because I, I stayed late at work and so I just put that on while I was working and what was funny was when I came home, because Alex started watching it around the same time I did. He was at home. I got home. We were at the same exact spot <laughs> that I paused it and came wow. home. And so that, like, worked out perfectly because then I could watch, like, the last, what, 30 minutes, I think it was. It's like uh, yeah. that direct TV I, ad where it's DVR and you can walk yeah, in the room never and it starts. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. basically kind of what it was. That was funny. So. Jacob, you were already... An hour and not even halfway then. <laughs> Over an hour, but not, yeah, not, even, I, not even halfway. I was You're there, like, though. what the hell? Like, <laughs> I was like, you maybe you maybe watch this bunch of this. You got yeah, we gotta watch. We're watching this movie, you guys. What we should have done was still did the Music Man, but then change halfway through to X Men, <laughs> <laughs> and watch only watch the second half of X-Men exactly and line it up. Well, cool. I definitely watched part of Band Slam, thinking it was that movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> thinking it was X Men. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, we stuck it out and we watched the Music Man. Um, Kristen, you talked about buying the vinyl. Have you? Did you listen to the music from this first? Is are the songs familiar to you? 
Um, so the I didn't listen to it because um, our uh, record players put away Alex. Um, you should know that <laughs> it's Alex, right next to you. Only it's right next to you there. Have you seen it move out? I didn't mean the record. <laughs> I just meant the music. You okay. hiding the record player, Alex? I'll we tell you what I've heard. In so, the living room, so I knew the Wells Fargo wagon song and I only heard it because it's in Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion real quick. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and then I've heard 76 trombones. And because what about Shapoopy. No, Shapoopy. I haven't heard that Shapoopy. one. Oh, that's the only one I knew. Whatever. What? It is. <laughs> I'm not lying. How do you know that one? You, I, I feel like that's a song everybody knows. Shapoopy, Shapoopy, that girl is hard to get. I've never heard that song before this movie. Really? Yeah. Wow. I feel like it rings a bell, but I could, I, it, none of them I feel like I've heard before uh, watching this. I'm going to look up. Oh, that song. the other one that I've heard is the Till There Was You, which I told Alex that that was in The Wedding Singer. The little old mm. granny sings it to her husband that she was practicing, you know, with Adam Sandler. It's a family guy thing. He performs Shapoopy. Oh, my gosh. On Family Guy. That's why I know that song. <laughs> yeah, I didn't oh, yeah. recognize that song from The Wedding Singer. And that's funny. That was just a, our movie a couple movies ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. That's funny. Um, Yeah. So. What about you, Jacob? What do you know about this movie? What do I know Go. about it? I'm, yeah, going I into it. This was your first experience, before. right? So. Yeah, Had you I heard about this movie, either from seeing it or having heard about it? <laughs> hmm. Let me go back into my uh, mental palace here and search the record, see if I've got that file in here. Um, no, I don't think I had heard of this movie. Uh, maybe, I, maybe I'm, you know, musicals, maybe in, like, history of, like, it's a classic type of thing. But I immediately thought... Uh, of what we're gonna watch was not what this was so um that's it didn't match up to my expectations which was uh good uh i was i, now I don't want to jump into my immediate thoughts of the movie obviously but um mm. i was definitely excited to get into a movie from a different era uh because i haven't watched an older movie probably since we've done the podcast um uh, to be honest, yeah. especially one of this age. So I was very excited for that. Um, the green screen that immediately happens immediately threw me off and got me very excited. Uh, just to kind of just give a tiny bit there. Uh, but that's about my history with the movie is uh, not being ready for it and then uh, being pretty excited once it started. So Oh, cool. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, for I did for do some me, research now, though, about it. I'd heard of it as as far as the title goes, but I don't know if this was a kid's book I'd read called The Music Man, um, and I was conflating the two, but I remember reading some, some kid's book, and I thought it was the same title of a guy who is like a one-man band, has the drums and everything and stuff oh, all over him. I feel like so, I think, think about that. Uh, yeah. yeah, that that's what I thought this was going to be. I feel like you're thinking about Mary Poppins Dr. Seuss book. when yeah, Bert like, comes out. Just like <laughs> the way he is in that. But it was from a book I'd read. Oh. And I'm pretty sure it was called The Music Man, but I don't know. I, I, I could be wrong. Mm. So that's what I was expecting. And I agree, Jake. This was not the 
movie. I thought it was going to be based on just the title alone. Yeah. Um, but since then, you know, I've watched the movie, you know, mm-hmm. and then you're got through the changed movie, man. Long, made it through the movie, changed man. I've now got a, a different perspective on life and I feel like I'm going to, you know, just take over a town for a couple of weeks, you know, and just like do whatever I want in this town for a couple of weeks. I don't know. i got to find <laughs> one that has a few in, just in like Iowa. Swallows. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, they, they did, uh, when I did start like looking stuff up about this movie, I immediately, you know, they have the Broadway, um, adaptation going on right now, uh, with Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Um, in it. I was, uh, which I saw. Yeah. Speaking saw of which, a, f- a fellow guy with the word man in his name. Oh, Hugh Jackman. There we go. <laughs> uh, I was, uh. I was trying to think of any Hugh Jackman movie I could we could pick for this, and all I could think of were the X Men movies. What about obviously. the Greatest Showman? Um, oh oh yeah, yeah. yeah, it's even better. <laughs> uh, and we could just keep saying uh, Hugh Jackman and the Greatest Showman, and it'd be perfect. Uh, <laughs> and now he's in the like new adaptation of the Music Man, which we watched. A former X Man. <laughs> yeah, see, it's perfect. Um, but so I watched him sing a couple of songs, including one on Jay Lido, uh from a while ago. Oh, I don't know what year it was. Um, but it was, was a Music a Man song, or just yeah, it was a Music Man song. It was the song from the bus um, where they had the band kind of just do like a train noise and like uh, start going, and he kind of did all oh, the yeah. parts where it was like do do do, you know. Um, mm-hmm. It was pretty. It was pretty interesting. Uh, and then I watched a couple of clips from the uh, actual Broadway. You know, they were. Page. It um, wasn't a bus, right? There, there was a train because this was back before. Oh, okay. My bad. I'm yeah. not. I'm not good eras, with history right, and technology and eras. You know, I'm over <laughs> here uh, not picking up on what your movie is when they got like <laughs> 1954 cars rolling around. What was know, movie? Like, oh, Inside Louis Davis, right? That was the one That's that. Fu- you- <laughs> yeah, well, might have been that one. I might have been American Graffiti. I can't remember. Uh, to be honest, and then the you. the movie you picked set in the future was Chappie, which was set one year. <laughs> 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 I forgot about that. <laughs> oh Man, I am very. Uh, I like to work my way around these themes. <laughs> <laughs> Also, for the very first theme we did, was I, I picked the theme, and it's like, greatest soundtracks, and I picked Nick and Nora's info playlist. Like, that's a soundtrack I love, but it's not, like, the greatest soundtrack of all time, or anything like that. It doesn't so matter. I, thought, yeah. I love that soundtrack, too. I do, too. Um, yeah, I've got Kristen. a couple other things, but go ahead, if y'all have anything. I was going to say, um, do you, did you want to, like, run down some basic info about the movie, or would you like one of us to? Um, I mean, I have a couple of things. We probably all have kind of the same stuff, I'm sure, because we... Yeah. Um, maybe. Mine might be way different. I know. I was just going to uh, maybe r- run down all the basic stuff about about it. Um, I mean, okay, I mean, I got some. I can do okay, it. Okay, go do it. So, I didn't know going, you know, about this movie was that it was based on a Broadway show. I thought a Broadway show was based off of the movie. No, oh. it's not. It was originally a Broadway music uh, hit 
1957 and won five Tony Awards. Whoa. Um, and Inclu- because of the show's success, it led to the film being made. Is it a, a Tony Shalhoub Award? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sam. Your face. You're like, oh, missed it. Like, <laughs> Thought that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> the music band um, was written and or directed and produced by Morton DaCosta. The movie was. And then it was based on Meredith Wilson's 1957 musical of the same name. So, yeah. Oh, interesting. And, and Rob- uh, Robert Preston won the Tony Award for his performance, right? And then got yeah, to in the musical. Be- Bring it on to the silver screen. Yeah, I have an interesting fact about how he got about him being in the movie. Um, I saw an interview from Shirley Jones, uh, who uh-huh. plays um, the Marion, the librarian. Yeah, uh, Marion librarian. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. See, they're so good at rhyming um, in musicals. Uh, anyway, and it was from uh, an interview from the uh, Television Academy Foundation, um, and she said that uh, Warner Brothers originally wanted Frank Sinatra to play the lead role because of, uh, you know, uh, his name and whatnot, uh, and yeah. all this um, au revoir and get that money, you know. Um, but that writer, uh, Meredith Wilson, uh, said, hey, if you don't have um, Robert Preston in this movie, you can't make my movie, like, you can't have this movie. Uh, wow. According to Shirley Jones, whatever. Uh, you know, her yeah. Movies, but, um, I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. He, he, um, he definitely seems a little old for the role, but I also couldn't figure out how old the character is. <laughs> so I'm I couldn't figure <laughs> out what it either. He looked like he could have been like thirty-five, or. And he was nominated, yeah. um, or and I'm sorry, the movie was also nominated for some Academy Awards too, so that. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, he was going Preston, for the Preston uh, and Jones were both nominated. He's going for the EGOT just straight on this movie alone. <laughs> yeah, I wonder too. Like, could, you can win Grammys for musicals, right? Does that happen? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I would think so. It should, especially if like it's a top selling, like a really really popular thing, and it like sells a lot. Yeah. Does it? Does Does Hamilton have any Grammys? Alexander Hamilton or the musical? <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Hold on, His I'm son, see. you know. His son Alexander, the second. <clears throat> yeah, check it out because that's interesting. I wonder how that works. Uh, I was also thinking. I was thinking about the ego oh, yeah. earlier um, today. Hamilton won Grammy for best musical theater album. Okay, oh. so there is a Grammy for that. Interesting. interesting. Some other stuff about this movie, too, that I thought was cool. This was one of the biggest hits of 1962. Um, and it was uh, later in 2005 selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress. Hey. So another one of those Nick movies. Nick movies. Nick and Doro, I don't think was, Jacob. I think there. every time we <laughs> talk about these, you think Nick and Doro was. I think it deserves to be in there. <laughs> You know, American Graffiti's in there. We all know that. 
But Nick and Doris needs to be in there. <laughs> that and um, Uncut Gems needs to be in there immediately. Oh, my God. I, I think if Uncut Gems probably would be before Nick and Nora. As much as I like that movie, I don't think it was culturally significant. Look, if Chappie doesn't go in the archives... <laughs> We're not doing anything on this podcast, and it's not even worth our time, okay? We need to get a petition started. Let's send some emails. Let's get a rally cry going, okay? Okay, I'm in. All Good. right. Break. So, I'll take three. What we do is we take three topics each. Could be anything about the movie. And ch- chat about them. Um, that way we don't run down just the whole salami of this movie. <laughs> I thought I thought you were about to explain what the podcast was, like introduce it. I was like, wait, we did that already. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going next steps. So, Kristen, this was your pick. Should you pick the first one? Uh, yeah, we'll start with that. Mine are actually very easy. Of the top three that I picked, because I didn't know what else to pick. <laughs> so, um. One of the top three things I wanted to talk about was just how amazing the choreography was in this movie. Yeah, they had to do a lot. Like, I love it. Like, the whole thing really did feel like you were watching the Broadway musical itself. Like, it was definitely, like, stage production. Like, it was just all amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They had quite a few elements that uh, made it feel very, very natural uh, in terms of like, hey, this is a Broadway, like like you're watching a like actual thing. Um, the way they would fade off the lights and uh, mm-hmm. turn those like that. But the choreography, um, yeah, they like the way they choreographed like some of the scenes to be so natural, where he would just run along and grab people, and uh, they would just be around him, you know, as he's singing this song, and it just seems like, hey, that could happen in a real life. Uh, like town square you know uh yeah it's really cool um the choreography um surely uh that interview that i was talking about uh she talked about the choreographer a little bit and one of the, one of the big things i guess for her was she was pregnant during filming of this yeah. uh, and so that was like a big thing for her and was the choreography and while she was pregnant to try not to ha- have to move a ton um especially when she was later on and had some of those scenes so um the, the choreography like worked really really hard with her to kind of you know give her that leeway and make sure she was safe and everything so that's pretty cool yeah that is cool they had huge like just casting um groups too so like they had to really make sure everything fit because you had the town square dances the um one where he introduces the idea of the band in the gym is really big. The Shapoopy mm-hmm. one is really big. Like, there's some really big ones. Plus, the clo- the very last one is huge. Oh, yeah, that one, too. To have the marching band. Yeah. An interesting thing I read about Shirley Jones being pregnant was um, when she and Preston embraced during the footbridge scene late in the movie. The baby um, kicked uh, David Preston. Is it Re- no Robert Preston? And um, Pat, uh, the baby's uh, Patrick Cassidy, who is an actor as well. Um, and he, when he he met R- Robert Preston later in life, and Robert Preston was like, "No, we've already met." <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. 
And in the 2012, um, uh, what is it? What do you call it? Broadway Revival. Production, yeah, whatever. of yeah. The Music Man. He plays the role of Robert Preston's character. And oh, wow. his mom, Shirley Jones, plays um, Ms. Peru, the mom Marianne's to her character. Marion's mom, yeah. Yeah, Marion's mom. Wow. So I thought That's that was weird. neat. It is neat. I just really like the yeah. big, like the big group dance numbers, because like um, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers is one of my favorite musicals as well, and they have like these big num, like this big dance number at like the barn raising scene in that one, and they have like, I don't like they have so many people out there, and it's just like, I just love seeing that. Like it just that's the what I love about musicals is like everybody, How they, everybody works in unison. Yeah, yeah. It can't be easy too, but as long as you focus on just your one thing, like then it all works. It's like a really cool. It's like a machine. <laughs> yeah. Well, even uh, it's even harder when you're doing it in a film because you have to have your marks. You know where you have to stand for the exact angle on the camera because there's so much lighting involved uh, that you have to make sure that everything is you know perfect for that and so they have to uh you know be super careful in terms of that and there was in one of the things that i didn't really have it as one of my one two three things to talk about but there's like a kind of a jump cut that like made me like rewind of like what is happening here uh in the candy yeah. store scene um where it was kind of like because of so much movement uh and stuff um i can't remember any of the characters names the girl with the blonde hair i believe uh, in the pink dress, um, but anyway, um, she's in one place, and then she's walking through, and then all of a sudden, she's not walking and standing still in a different spot, and it just, it drove me crazy uh, <laughs> watching it, but um, yeah, it's it's impressive The I um, managed to do so much. Talking about the editing, too, that reminds me, I think it's Martin Scorsese's editor that he uses, He, I could be wrong, um, but some really famous editor talks about like those uh, goofs in editing. He's like, that stuff, it doesn't matter. All that matters is you get the best take and the audience will forgive little things like that. Um, and I thought that's interesting. I think it depends on... Uh, how. I mean, it, yeah, if it's really egregious. Stuff yeah. Is, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, who wants to go next? Uh, one thing else on the big choreography scene and stuff is I like the this is just my opinion about musicals in general I like it when they have like all the big dancing I think one thing I don't like in musicals and maybe why um Willy Wonka is like one of my favorites is I don't like it when like a whole groups of people just start singing the same song <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind the dancing part which is weird but when everybody sings the same song I'm like okay this just feels so unreal to me that's funny because like um i mean i know i can it's kind of funny because you're kind of like we're portraying like a story where people are like living their daily lives in this story or whatever but it's like they mm -hmm. all of a sudden know the same song yeah and know all these dancing and everything but that's what makes a musical that's yes i, like, I, and get, I, I know I get that. where you're coming from it's but like it's magic. just funny like to me because yeah. that's what a musical is like <laughs> and i like for me, you're you're 100 percent right out. too. I know I'm wrong. It's just funny how that <laughs> bothers me. 
Uh, Go ahead. And Jake. one of the things that stood out to me, and it's same same kind of thing with the choreography, with how natural it was, was the way that the music and that the music plays into the story in terms of, hey, it makes sense, kind of that all these people are singing. You know, where a lot of musicals, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, they're singing because it's a musical, but it doesn't necessarily make sense for the the story, you know, or whatnot. You know, that they're singing, but this one, it, like, it made total sense. You know, and yeah, especially that scene I... where he enters the town. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to agree. I, that one, and then, like, the pool table one, like, yeah. he gets them all riled up and then has them repeating the song to him. Like, that stuff, I think, did fit really well. The one that made me really – this is when I, I actually considered it was the library scene, and everybody mm-hmm. just got along with the song and stuff. I'm like, this just yep. is too <laughs> – like, oh, it would be fun if we did this in the library instead of <laughs> – that. That's funny you brought up the library scene because that's where I was like, man, this choreography is just so good in this movie because like <laughs> they had so many people moving whichever which way. Yeah, it was uh, really good. That is. What funny. was the other musical we watched? When uh, Last Little Whorehouse in Texas is that? What oh, yeah, Best Little Whorehouse uh, in yeah, Texas. that the library scene with all the moving parts kind of reminded me of that one song that you like from that uh, Alex that you like um, where they're like spinning all around the. Oh yeah, the the governor sings. Yeah, that one. It kind of What's that song, that. Kristen? Um, ooh, I want to dance a little sidestep. Yeah, now that's you it. Me, yeah. Now you don't. <laughs> sidestep. Yep. Me of that. But in musicals too, you need like the big numbers to make the l- more intimate numbers really mean that much more too. So, like, and this movie definitely has those as well. All right, cool. Um, Jake, you or I? Um, yeah, I can go with mine, I guess. My very first thing that I wanted to talk about, one of my things, was just the opening of the movie. You know, uh, I really like the, like, drumline, like, shots as the name titles were coming over. And it, um, mm-hmm. like, and like I said, I was very excited going into the movie immediately just because of the air thing. But seeing the marching bands lined up, it really reminded me of um, like the drum line and being back in high school and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I, I had a buddy in high school named uh, uh, Jeff Malone, uh, who he actually grew up to be like a pretty good drummer. And he drums for uh, um, I, I don't remember if it's Zach Bryan or if it's. Uh, Luke Bryan's one of the Bryans, but he drums for w- one of those guys like live in concert and stuff like that. So, uh, and wow. I always think about him when I think about drum lines and stuff. So, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, and I just, I wasn't expecting the immediate, like, kind of go into that bus scene or train. Train, scene. yeah. Uh, and those. I did. I looked. This screens. movie was set in 1912, so it's definitely a train. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotcha. They had buses in 1912. I invented them. Uh, in my past life. Uh, but I was not ready for those greens and greens. And I don't know if it was, you know, too much of the puff puff pass or what was happening, but I just laughed right that entire scene. And it was oh, that's it made my entire day. So I, I want to talk about that scene. I really liked that first song, too, because it, it registered with me as like, this is movie's called The Music Man. And the first song has no actual music um, behind the. Yeah it's like almost acapella with just the environmental noise of the train, which obviously is put there on purpose. <laughs> it's not like mm-hmm. it was really the environmental, but I thought that was really interesting. They're like using the natural sound almost, uh, in like a stomp variety. Yeah. If you will. Um, yeah, definitely. And one of the things that they say in there, uh, and I don't, you don't like 
you don't like the po- Andy Daly podcast, so you might not get this either of you guys. Uh, but uh, when they said uh, the music man makes bands uh, with children, uh, but he's not really a musician, uh, all I could think about was Joe Bongo. Uh, oh yeah, and y'all get that, but that's literally what he does. <laughs> and I was like, is that based on this? <laughs> oh, that's okay. funny. I bet it is. It's uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know that. if I. If I was pulling out the, I don't think I was pulling out the lyrics really in that first song. I, I was like just feeling it out a little, and I didn't real. It wasn't until um, Harold Hill meets his friend again that yeah. I realized he's a swindler. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man, this guy's such a good salesman. They hate competing against him. Is what I thought of the first <laughs> song. <laughs> so I was like, this is interesting. <laughs> Oh gosh! So I I was way delayed in figuring out that he was a con man. That um the train song just kind of like I don't know I didn't super get into it as quickly. (laughs) I was kind of like, what is going on here? Like this is their rhythms kind of weird. The there's the lyrics are really fast and I think that's what made me love it. All that I kept thinking while I was listening to that one was. It was reminding me of that song, of the the gibberish song that I showed you, Alex. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah. Um, I don't think I showed you, Jake, but there was this. Um, I can't. I think it was French. It might be a French artist in like the seventies. He made a song huh. that has a good beat, and but all the lyrics are gibberish. Like there's mm-hmm. no real words in it, and he did it to prove that if american pop is like popular in like over like in europe and stuff anybody will do like dance to it or like everybody it'll become popular because it's got the right beats it's it's you can dance to it like all of that but it's like straight up gibberish (laughs) (laughs) and so that's all i kept thinking about during that first song was like i can't understand any of these lyrics they're way too fast like there's too much like (laughs) it's just funny (laughs) That's true though too, because like none of them, I did. That's probably why I couldn't tell what was exact exactly was happening <laughs> with yeah. his character. It was definitely uh, uh, definitely an interesting introduction to the movie, uh, and with it being you know two and a half hours long, you know, they had to yeah. get your, you know they had to get your attention right off the bat, and that's the way to do it. And I like I think it. they had me well. Hooked. Yep, I think it was uh, one of my notes in. So I've got half a page of notes, and it says twenty minutes in, and it's half a page. So, <laughs> wow, <laughs> I like the first. I like the first part of this movie a lot. That's cool. You know, gives P. Yeah, yeah. The whole oh yeah, I loved all of that. Uh-huh. The I Iowa stubborn Iowa like Iowa r- r- rudely kind people. <laughs> I thought that was a good one too. Yeah. Hey, um, should I go? So my first thing I wanted to talk about was just uh, how Robert Preston, how just well he fit this character, how charming he was, and how well he pulled that off, and then his chemistry with um, 
Shirley Jones in that Marianne. role. Yeah. <laughs> um, Marianne. Yeah. Real quick, because you brought it up that he's like a like good fit for this role. Mm-hmm. My very last note that I was like wondering why he seems so familiar to me throughout the movie. And because mm-hmm. I looked him up and was like, I haven't seen him in any of these other things. But I put Harold Hill reminds me of Ewan McGregor in Big Fish. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Like, just the way he looks and the way he, like, is just charismatic and, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, everything about his him and his, the character both reminded me of Ewan Didn't McGregor's you, There was somebody character. else you said he reminded you of, too. Do you remember? No. You said he reminded you of uh, Professor Lockhart. Oh, yeah. Potter. like him. That's funny. And he's a con man, too, who's just very suave. And <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. That's funny. I like that correlation. He, and he, he's really charming. Like, you feel... And he, he does a good job. He's like, has a sliminess to him in the way he's going about things. But he just does it in such a way that you really feel... He, like, it, it's not just the idea of, oh, somebody's so snake oil salesman like he really feels involved in what he's doing and it works yeah. really really well and i think yeah, a, he definitely a, as you can say he definitely like he is in it he is invested mm-hmm. in it you know um, he's like a method actor yeah i think the way he portrays it is what makes that work so well because otherwise it could just be he, he could come across as not very like wait like very convincing as a salesman con artist guy or too much so where he's not actually all that charming it's fake charm but he he just finds that sweet spot and it works yeah, really, it seems really well very authentic uh on both sides mm-hmm. and then i think part of that is just the chemistry and stuff that he has with marion and shirley jones because he you really feel like he isn't just trying to use her to help his cause. It really feels like she's hard to get and he want he wants her and you want him to get her too. Oh, that's it? You don't think so? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> what? It might have been the pop. Maybe it was the pausing of the movie, but yeah, I didn't get that. Did you not? What, tell me what you I didn't understand. That. Like I didn't understand why. Like, I understand why he wanted her because she didn't. You know what? I never understood like why she flipped and decided to like him. It never made sense to me. Like I never saw that. Oh, happen. Um, that's my second so I, point. That my oh, that okay? second take three thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I could see that he like I could see his like, going towards it, but for me it just never made sense. I don't know. He never did anything for me that. Well, maybe do I we want to? Do we want to touch on that now? Yeah, That's let's go to, to yours, Alex, and then we'll okay. just go backwards the way we went. So, uh, part of this movie that I really, really loved was how when Winthrop gets his instrument and the excitement he feels, and for Marion to see that. That's what did it for her. Was. And and the way the movie ends, I think, is really, it's this. I'm trying to figure out how to say this in a way that actually means it, and not just 
sounds like anything, but it felt like the musical was going to, oh, they're going to get together. Oh, happy ending, blah, blah, blah. Like it was just going to be very basic. Mm -hmm. And it does do that, but it does it in a way that I think is really ingenious is because what he says he's selling to his friends uh, or to the, um, not his friends to miss Peru. It's like, Oh, you, your uniform will get here in four weeks, but you, you don't have to pay anything till then for these four weeks, you get the joy of how that'll be uh, absolutely free. And that's mm-hmm. what he's selling. And that's what Marion says at the end of the movie. He's like, I've never seen the town come together. Like they have now all the excitement they've had. And she sees right through him but she actually sees how valuable that was and for Winthrop to see that for him. And that's what got her to switch her allegiance to wanting to get rid of him, to wanting to keep him and fall in love with him. Interesting. Does that make sense? I mean, and she kind of goes into that in the song that they sing or she sings at the, the bridge scene mm-hmm. you know is she kind of is like telling him i've known this whole time because like she finds out that he's a phony like what halfway through the movie yeah and she tries to tell people but like well it kept like, like one get- scene it all happens well yeah it, well, right when winthrop you, she sees how Fargo scene, that yeah. breaks him out yeah and she she pulls back like i don't think she decides right then i'm not gonna but she like pulls back. Well, she rips then... it out of the book because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she was about to give it to the mayor, and then all of a sudden, the mayor who's pissed and has like he like wants to investigate and he wants to know all the information about the guy. He's like, "Oh, the Wells Fargo with all the instruments about the thing that I know that this guy's a scammer for, and I don't believe him." All of a sudden, it's here, so now I'm I don't care about any evidence that you're bringing to me. That part didn't make any sense to me. And then all of a sudden they just sing a song and then she just ripped out of the book. I just, it didn't connect for me, I guess. Yeah. Uh, in terms of that song. Um, I see it now that you explain it to me and it makes a little more sense. Uh, just watching it, it just didn't connect. Uh, and I think maybe it was just, it might have been uh, uh, just because it was all in that one song. Uh, and maybe I was just, you know, listening to the song and, you know, mm-hmm. around whatever it might be. And I just didn't catch that. Uh, but yeah, that makes more sense and it makes it. It does make it a little bit better for me. Um, I definitely, I definitely think his har- harassment was isn't worth it. But um, givers can't be takers, choosers, whatever that saying is. Yeah. Did you say beggars can't be takers? I don't know what I said. <laughs> I mean, that's not <laughs> givers can't that's be not choosers, wrong. Takers, beggars can't be takers. <laughs> that's why they're beggars. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What do, you th- um, what do you think, Kristen? Though, do, did you feel like that worked, or because I know Jacob said it, he sees it, but it doesn't quite work for him. I mean, it makes. I mean, I see it. I saw it when I, you know, I was watching the movie. I could yeah. see her heart changing because she was like totally against him at the beginning. She knew that you know something was up with him, and then she finally figured it out. And then that whole, like the Wells Fargo scene, the Wells Fargo wagon scene, I get mm-hmm. is really fast. Like a lot of yeah, stuff does happen call it, in that. Uh, Wells Fargo flip, and I like have it underlined because I'm just like literally everything just everybody just flips because of the song, and like the mayor flipped, like everybody just flipped, and I didn't. Get well, they it. all like. I think it's because the instruments showed up. I think that was the the main thing because everybody was like, "Oh, we've been waiting for this." Like you know, because he had been talking that 
he got all them on board to order the instruments, all of the stuff. And so like when they finally show up, that's when everybody starts believing him, you know, again, because they were like they were believing him and then it was wavering and then the instruments come and then they have full belief in him again. And I (laughs) I liked how just. I don't know, crazy the mayor was. (laughs) Like he was just yeah. like all over the place all the time because he was like <laughs> trying Phraseology. to talk to his wife and do. <laughs> <laughs> when I was when I was thinking about uh, like quote unquote rebooting this movie, if you will, uh, all I could think about was to play the mayor. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, uh, but the guy from Anchorman who plays the sports guy. Oh yeah, um, David Koechner. Yeah, David Koechner. That's all I could think about <laughs> for the mayor. He'd be a good <laughs> mayor in this. Yeah, one. he would. That'd be funny. But One um, more. oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I could. Yeah, I agree with what um you were saying, Alex, about how she changes her allegiance and everything based on the way that she sees Winthrop react mm-hmm. to getting the instrument and stuff. The and what I wrote at for the ending too was like, um, she sees through him, but it it doesn't matter at the end. It's the joy that he spreads that does it and i think one of his lines in the near the end of the movie that nailed exactly who he is and what he does and i wrote it down is you pile up enough tomorrows and you'll find you are left with nothing but a lot of empty yesterdays i don't know about you but i'd like to make today worth remembering and that's exactly what he lives by and how he does his job for me though like like all that to me, it just was like him reaffirming, "Hey, yeah, I'm just gonna like we're gonna have some fun right now, but I'm not gonna stay and last forever, you know, type of thing." And I was like, "Hey, yeah, I am just this douche guy." Uh, I'm being honest with you about it, you know, which is good. Uh, but that's what for, for yeah, me, he was just reaffirming. I, I think you're right like, oh. too. I think that's exactly yeah. what he thought in that moment. And then when the footbridge scene and um, Buddy Hackett's character comes over and he's like, "Is who is?" Uh, are you selling her or is she selling you? Like, I think at that moment she, she ends up selling to him, his own idea back at him. And I, there's just like a, a lot of this musical became really above what I thought it was at that moment too. Oh, interesting. Maybe, uh, maybe it was the, just the length of the musical and yeah. all that good stuff that I just couldn't, uh, I just got lost in stuff. I didn't catch all this stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I missed a lot of that. Yeah, my last kind of thing was I just don't get why she likes him all of a sudden. And then the entire town just forgives him. What? <laughs> is what my last stuff was. So. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, you guys can go next ones. Kristen, I don't know if you want to go next. Or... Um, Jake, you can go. Uh, well, that what we talked about was kind of one of mine. Uh, big things was just like. I literally was was car, what else Fargo flip I had and just that whole discussion. Uh, but the next thing I had, it kind of goes back to uh, uh, Preston, uh, Robert Preston, and just mm-hmm. how great he is as a salesman and this character, you know. Uh, and it was just kind of being a salesman I want to talk about a little bit because um, I know Alex, for you as a career, you know, you were a salesman for a while, and I know for me for a while, I was I sold paper for. Uh, and office equipment, stuff like that, for a little while. Yeah, Nashville. you worked for uh, Dunder Mifflin, right? Yeah, I was Dunder Mifflin. Up. <laughs> uh, I didn't have the right color shirt, so I didn't get uh, nearly as many sales as Dwight, but I Uh-oh. tried my hardest, you know. Uh, uh, 
but being a salesman, hey, I want to talk about because he just. I was yeah, a sales. Ahead. I was a saleswoman. I used oh, to sell ninety dollars jeans. <laughs> Do you know right, how hard that is? Oh yeah, you were a buckle, huh? Right. <laughs> That's hard to sell ninety dollars yeah. jeans to someone like. I know. I bought a pair of jeans or something for you. Yeah. Um, That's true. Yeah, you did. You probably yeah. spent like a hundred dollars or hundred fifty dollars. And I had a hat. I still have the hat. I wore. I wore the hat on my very first date uh, with DeAndrea. <laughs> oh wow. Yep. Yep. So that was those were great jeans, though. I loved those jeans. Yeah, uh, but uh, he just does it so well, and the way that uh, he's able to, you know, get these people so wrapped into these ideas and kind of, you know, he is a con man, you know, so he's having his buddy like yell things out in the audience and mm-hmm. just kind of saying anything that needs to be said to get somebody to do his thing, you know, the mayor and his finger is hereditary, so his son will want to buy this instrument, and, you know, <laughs> he knows the perfect thing to say to somebody yeah. uh, just to get that sale. Um, and you know what? I just, yeah, go ahead. Two is, because I, now I work as a sales manager, you know, coaching people how to sell, and one thing I ha- have to coach people on all the time is just making sure that you ask for the sale and that you don't leave it up to them to take it over. And he does that very well. He's like, just sign right here, ma'am. Only seven dollars. Like, it's yeah. so good. <laughs> I was like, why can't my salespeople do that? <laughs> yeah, I always had a hard try, hard time with the closing. You know, mm-hmm. I was good at the chit chat, and I was good at the figuring out what they needed. And that's what uh, everybody struggles with. But uh, the ones who do really well, that's what they're really good at too. So. Yeah, yeah. I was I was good for my very first you know week uh, when we were in a different uh, state. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, next couple of months, it just started going downhill. You know, I don't know. Lost the confidence, uh, which he definitely has the whole time. And it, man. Yeah. Kills it. I thought it was funny that uh, he was like, ooh, the pool hall. That's going to tear the whole city down. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, what? I thought it was a cool um, tweak to the story, too, that then he finds out that the mayor owns the pool hall. Oh, yeah. And so that's why the mayor is so mad at him. Um, yeah. but they never really and come back around to that, but and all that, yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought that was a good touch because then it gives the mayor a reason to want to get rid of him. Yeah. Oh, I am so sorry. Uh, I meant to say this when we were talking about, um, and I can cut this if it doesn't make sense. Uh, when we were talking about uh them falling in love or the flip thing, I where I didn't get it for me, it almost mm-hmm. seemed like. And it was when it was pausing. He it it seemed like he had uh, the when he was talking to her. Um, he immediately said, "Oh, the dancing girls or whatever in town hall are waiting for you, or they're counting on you, or something like that." And I was like, "Oh, did he just give her a position or something like that?" And now she loves him because of he's finally including her. I, so for me, that was also something where I was confused. I thought that I was taking it role. So, oh yeah, I think he was just um, wanting to distract her from what he was teaching the band players and stuff. So that way he wouldn't get uncovered, but then it becomes like, she becomes uh, aware of it, obviously, but also with that too, she becomes more aware of what's happening with the townspeople and how they are opening up to him. Finding joy and like, Mm -hmm. gotcha. Uh, Yeah. I might need to just, maybe I just missed the whole second half of this movie. I need to rewatch this movie, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) I don't got time. Uh, (laughs) Sorry about that. I'll try to cut this in if it sounds funny when I'm editing. No, I think we can leave it right here. Okay. 
just popped in my head. Um, that yeah, was my like salesman. Sales. Do you have any anything any, else uh, you'd want to add? Oh. <laughs> I don't have anything. I was gonna say, do you guys have any funny or interesting sales stories or? Um, well, I tried to apply for a sales position that Alex had done. Uh, they didn't. They didn't hire me. <laughs> they, that's, that's I guess, funny. they picked up on how I'm not a good salesperson. I think I'm a good salesperson in person, like. I couldn't because this would have been like over the phone, like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think I would have been very good at that because I, I need to see the person's expressions and, you know, because I did sell clothes at the buckle. So that took a lot to have to get people to buy expensive jeans and shirts and whatever. But I also was a salesperson at Home Depot and I worked in the hardware department. So... I had Hammers. to, I had to sell to people that came in that know way more <laughs> than Sweet I hours. did, but I still needed to like be like, oh yeah, this is totally what you need. Like this drill is like the best. Yeah. You get like the best reviews on it. And drills, good one. <laughs> and I, I thought I was pretty good at it. And yeah, <laughs> I. Uh, I was trying to sell a lady a printer one time and I was trying to, like, I went to her shop like three times. I picked her out like two different printers in her own, like, like her stuff. And she was just leading, leading, like leading me on, you know, so annoying. Uh, and her, she had these little, like, they weren't chihuahuas, but they were little dogs. And every single time I would come over, they always just like, like do their little paws the whole time I was trying to sell this lady this like printer, I don't know. Yeah, and like, you're like, go away! I can't love you I'm right like, now. I'm go trying away. to find match. I'm like <laughs> trying to figure out which of these Lexmark printers is gonna be perfect for this lady. This little like just the whole time. I don't know. Oh man, I'm trying Selling to think of something hard. funny. I know when I was doing the sales myself, um, I had this one guy, and he was just a huge prick, and I, I, I was I selling insurance, so it was like a a product that people need no matter what. Um, and he, he was a prick all the way through it. I got him the, um, quote and we ended up being cheaper, which was enough for him to want to buy it. And even though he was buying it, sometimes people who are jerks, once they decide to buy it, then they warm up a little bit. This guy would just stayed a jerk the whole time. And I remember getting off the phone finally at the end and I needed to take a break. I'm like, I got a sale and I am more mad than <laughs> any other call I've had today. <laughs> And it's just funny sometimes you're, uh, you're trying to charm people and you end up selling to just jerks sometimes who... Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> Man. Dang. But yeah, that was all... Uh, that was my that was my number two there. That's all three of my stuff. So I'm done. All what right, do you guys Chris. got left? Um, well... I don't know. I only had like two things and we talked a lot about like the choreography, the lyrics and rhythm of the songs. So that's kind of like already done. Um, I guess <laughs> I guess I have to bring up that scene because <laughs> it was very like what is going on right now? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what scene you're talking about. It could be I was very, movie. very baffled. I was like, this is happening right now. 
the um, Native American skit that they did. Ah, yes. I had that written down. And I I was not. Ask Kristen about this one. (laughs) I was not prepared for that. I, that really had me legit be like, what is happening? (laughs) Like, I was so shocked. I was like, wow. Different times, I know. (laughs) Different times. They were somewhat being respectful, I guess. (laughs) In what way? (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say where. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it wasn't like bad, bad. Like they weren't like. They weren't trying to paint them as savages or. Yeah. It was like that was a lot of like in the. You know, early 1900s, everybody was like fascinated with N- Indians, and especially in like the well, Western movies were huge at this yeah. time. Yeah, and so like yeah. I can see like because it was like the ladies' vocal wigwam it was, or something like that. It was that. the Wutan Yay girls of the local wigwam of Hiwath tribe. So yeah, that's kind of like like Boy Scouts, like in a way. I think it is because like mm-hmm. they did that a lot in like the 50s. I think. Um, which is funny because the, I don't know if we want to put this in there, but like the, the your movie, Alex, they also culturally yeah, we'll, appropriate. We'll, hold in on, there too. We'll, we'll watch that movie next week. <laughs> but it's hilarious. Yeah. To we'll me. talk about cultural appropriation <laughs> then too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it just, I don't know. It just was crazy. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that it was like, this is a 4th of July celebration. <laughs> I was like, wait, what does this have to do with that? Yeah. It was funny, too. The mayor kept trying to start Forest Gord seven years ago. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Came, and then at the end of the movie, he just re- was like, doesn't know what to say. So he starts to do it again. Yeah. When he's, the guy's arrested. Not that that has anything to do with that. But, but yeah. Um, so didn't they start counting, like, in, counting in the Indian language or something like that? Yeah. And it was gibberish. <laughs> yeah, just gibberish. I was like, yeah. that's not right. I'm glad yeah. that it got stopped immediately. <laughs> yeah, me too. It, it's crazy how long though stuff like that could go on. Because when I was in fifth grade, we did a play um, where it was about the um, Transcontinental Railroad and the Golden Spike in being um, planted in Utah to connect the trains. And I played an Indian <laughs> and had very simple language in my lines. So that was like 2002, 2003, I think. So I think that's like a, what is that, 100 years after this movie was based? Yeah, that's true. Interesting. Interesting stuff. (laughs) One other thing that I thought was very, uh, didn't age well, and Kristen, I don't know if you agreed with me on this one, but the song where the women were like, talking crap about marion and then it uh showed chickens and was just comparing women to being chickens who balk and stuff together i thought that was a little insensitive to women (laughs) i mean it it wasn't i mean it is a little insensitive but i it also made sense because the song's called pick a little talk a little Mm -hmm. and it's like chickens because they're pecking they're pecking at her like you know they're talking crap behind her back and all this stuff. And then with their big old feather hats, 
Yeah. It like they were like moving their head and like making the feathers bounce back and forth. So it was like they were chickens. So I think and I, I liked the song. I just didn't when they cut to the chickens. I just thought that was a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> too literal okay. for you, Alex. Yeah. That's funny. A little on little the bit. on the nose. Broccoli. <laughs> Okay, your turn. <laughs> my my last um, thing was on the, and I don't know the name of the song. Let me, hold on, let me, I have the song list. What was it? I have the song list too. It was the song where um, Buddy Hackett's character was like, why don't I set you up with um, the mayor's or this person's sister? And he's like, I need a woman who's um Oh, sat, sadder, sadder, but yeah, sadder, but wiser girl. Yeah. And I liked the first line of the song. He's like ta- talking about a like a pure woman. He's like a girl who trades on all that purity merely wants to trade my independence for her security. And I thought that yeah. was interesting. Like he doesn't just want a woman who wants him like he wants an as adventurous of a woman as he wants to be, too. And I really don't want to get tied down. Yeah. He wants a smart woman, not just a, this person, you know, (laughs) 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 men at this state, at this era were like, just, Oh, I need a wife and I need a mother for my kids. That's it. So, yeah, I don't think he was, I I was like, Oh, my reaction was, I don't think he was considering their intelligence at all. He just like, uh, I need, I need a lay yeah, I mean, in this town is all he cared about. He wasn't thinking about wife, children, he didn't want any of that. Yeah. You know. So I liked that. And I also liked the part when he in the library scene when he stuck a marshmallow in her mouth. <laughs> 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 oh gosh. So well, not, not a lot really to say liked. about that. Oh. Um, um Oh, go ahead, Jake. Sorry. No, the, mine was completely random, but I just from the movie that I, so that I liked. Oh, uh, well, one thing I wanted to talk about, I was going to use it as my third point, and I forgot. Um, the last number, I like the whole, like, because the kids play, they obviously didn't know how to play at all. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, and they're in these, like, shabby kind of looking marching clothes and everything, and as they're, like, playing uh, starting to play the 76 trombone song they like get into these really nice marching clothes and they all know how to play their instruments and the whole town's marching it was mm-hmm. just like the best because like they were imagining like the whole town just coming together and they're all in a marching band which was cool the magical uniform upgrade is what i wrote down for that Oh yeah, yeah. That was cool. <laughs> I thought that that was great. That was a great way to end. And before like, that too, I liked when they played and they all were really bad, but they were doing they were it. Like mind, yeah, mind. Bend, what do they call it? The thinking think system. Yeah, think, think system. system. Yeah. And they were not good, but they were doing it and they were playing the instruments like it wasn't. Um, yeah. And then, uh, like, the parents were, like, yeah. jumping up and, and being so like, that's my Freddy. So I liked yeah. that. That was nice. Yeah, that was cute. I appreciate it. You know, that. one thing we haven't touched on is the actor who plays Winthrop. Oh, yeah. That's or Winthorpe. That's kid, right? Winthrop. Is it Winthrop yeah, or Winthorpe? Winthrop. Winthrop. I think it's Winthrop. Winthrop. Yeah. Yeah. Jacob, my you thing know was who about played him? him. Okay. I don't. 
You don't know who it is? Huh. Oh. It is Mr. Ron Howard. Uh, Do you know you don't know who Ron Howard is? I know the name <laughs> Ron Howard, but I have no idea. We what watched a movie with him in it. Yeah. I don't know what Ron Howard looks like. Okay. He he is um What movie from was he in that we watched? American Graffiti. <sighs> See, I don't even remember. He's also in Happy Days. Yeah, he, he plays Richie in Happy Days. He's yeah, a those director were not on, that was not on the air when I was alive. Here, I'll just look up a picture of Ron Howard. This this yeah, I got it. I got that. His Wikipedia pulled up. Okay. But, Show um, him a picture of a younger Ron Howard. <laughs> well, I think I messed up my lighting. There we go. Impressive. Young Ron Howard. Yeah, I saw him really young in this movie, Kristen. Jesus Christ. Not that young. <laughs> and he, he went by Ronnie Howard. <laughs> Wasn't was Ron Moses Howard Jones? also the kid in the Andy Griffith show? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about I'm pretty that. Pretty sure he was. This is Andy Griffith, yeah. Yeah, he was um, the kid in that. Also, I've never yeah. seen that. What year was that? He also did you watch? Um, I watched that um, Da Vinci Code. Arrested Development. Hey, I can watch Cinderella Man. We can pick that for my movie, and we wa- and he's in that movie. He directed that movie. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> his book, his Wikipedia sucks. I can't find what movies he's in. Here he is oh, from he American Graffiti. He looks way different as an old man than that. And as a baby from that. Hey, he was in Donald Trump's The Art of the Deal, the movie, in 2016. So that's good. <laughs> I don't know what that is. But he he's also that. the narrator of um, Arrested oh. Development. I see that, yeah. And he directed The Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah, he also was a Whoville Talents person, uncredited role. Oh. I yeah. can't believe you don't know Ron Howard, though. That's crazy. No. He was also in, according to Wikipedia, in the year of 1976, the first nudie musical. He played an auditioning actor. Oh, my I God, so. you guys. I just found out some information that I was going to talk about, and I looked it up, and I was right. So, throughout the movie... Hold on, before we get off Ron Howard, oh, okay. real quick, um, a trivia note that was interesting. Uh, Howard and Marion Cunningham, who played Richie's parents on Happy Days, Richie played by Ron Howard, they come out of a movie theater, they pause in the lobby and look at the poster for The Music Man. Marion comments how much the little boy in the movie looks so much like Richie did when he was little. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> While we're on that, my last little thing that I had was uh, when Winthrop was singing the song without S's, so he wouldn't uh-huh. spit so much. I just thought it was so Gary funny because he was spitting all sorts of different letters, but saying S is just fine that were all throughout the song. <laughs> yeah, his uh, lisp wasn't very consistent, that's for sure. I, I he was think a little kid. So, so yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I thought it put the whole purpose of the song, and they literally said, I rewound it because I wanted to write down the exact quote was, that this is a song that he taught him that didn't have a lot of S's in it so he could sing it. And it's got tons of S's in it that he just That's the sings. joke, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's I know that's funny. what I'm saying. I thought it was so funny. Oh, that is funny. perfect. Yeah. Okay, go, Kristen. Okay, so throughout the movie, um, in shots of the town, I was like, this looks really familiar. Why does this lot look really familiar? 
It's the same freaking Warner Brothers lot that they filmed Gilmore Girls on. Oh. <laughs> I was like, this looks so familiar. Like everything, like there was the gazebo, the main park court, like the high school in the middle, like all of it. And I was like, this is, this is crazy. And it was, I just looked it up and it was the Gilmore Girls set that they used or they used the same set. Yeah, that is crazy. I wonder if uh, there's any like hidden, hidden like. More music man things in Gilmore Girls you could find. Well, that Warner Brothers lot is usually used for a lot of stuff. Like, didn't they use it for the Friends um, entrance intro thing? Because that same that fountain, fountain and stuff. Yeah. Oh, it might be. Yeah, and that's yeah. used in Hocus Pocus, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. What's funny too is in Gilmore Girls when they do they go to New York, they use that same lot. They just pick like certain spots and <laughs> like added like more garbage cans more people whatever they tried to like make it like new york but you could tell it wasn't (laughs) man yeah that's cool um cool one one interesting thing too about the um city is because it was based on meredith wilson who wrote the screenplay and the musical and stuff um based on the hometown he grew up in river city iowa and the movie had its premiere there too, which I thought was a nice touch. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I, I Mason City. The... Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say Mason City is also the location of the Mason City Airport where Buddy Holly's plane took off the day the music died. So, Holy oh dang! Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, I was gonna say I saw that the movie during their premiere. Uh, it it premiered like you said in Mason City, Iowa. It was, but it was during the North North Iowa Band Festival, which I thought was appropriate. Oh yeah, uh, that is for Music Man. That is uh, my three items. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to touch on? Does she give piano? Yeah, <laughs> that's good for podcasting, right? That is. Jacob was uh, miming <laughs> a piano. <laughs> that's that's okay. for the movie. Watch it. Yeah, Watch that's true. Um, one thing I laughed at, and I think I said this out loud, um, was who knew forming a barbershop quartet was so easy? You just had to have four guys <laughs> talk around each other, and then they'd be a brilliant <laughs> barbershop quartet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that, that, yeah, that's a really good one. I had one more thing. Uh, I, I, I this, that, that whole thing with the barbershop short, quartet and the way he got him in there it reminded me so much of Pitch Perfect where I was like oh man I should choose Pitch Perfect if uh, we're doing musicals um, but that's not what I was going to say uh, I when, it, when they started talking about Gary, Indiana I immediately, mm-hmm. was, immediately was like wait a minute what year is this again because I've been to Gary, Indiana and it, that dude is not from Gary, Indiana because <laughs> when, I, when I was there like no no way <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's like, what is this? Is this present time? What year is this? Movie? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> is this guy even been to Gary, Indiana? <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. That's funny. <coughs> That's all I have about it. Yeah, me too. Oh, real quick, movie. everybody, pick their favorite song. What was your favorite song? Oh. Uh, Let me look at the song list again. Yeah, I don't know the songs. Um, the only one that I know just off of 
from us seeing them during this was it's Shabubi, Shabubi. But off of memory and from watching the movie, it's that first intro one. Iowa Stubborn. Yeah. Or no. Um, no, the one on the main train. title slash Rock Island. Okay. Yeah, the traveling salesman one. Uh, mine's probably yeah. the uh, You Got Trouble, Pool Hall, the song about the pool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when he gets them all together immediately. Yeah, it's like, you got trouble with a capital T, which rhymes with P, which yeah. stands for pool. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like uh, the Wells Fargo Wagon song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you see the SNL sketch where they did the Wells Fargo Wagon? Mm-mm. No. Oh, it's pretty funny. Um, I'll have to look it up. I don't know who the, if there's a, who the host was for the episode or who was in that one, but I know like uh, Keenan Thompson's in it, and I believe Bobby Moynihan's in it. Uh, it's pretty funny. Interesting. But yeah, we'll have to look that up. Okay. Cool. We want to go to cool. ratings. Yeah. Yeah, Kristen, right. do you want to start or finish? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start. Um, I like this. Is that what you ask her in the bedroom, Alex? Do you want to start or finish? Oh my god! <laughs> ha ha ha! <laughs> I gave it three stars and a like. So yeah, I thought it was a good movie. It's lower um, than I thought you would give it for some reason. Well, I always have to rethink my ratings because Alex is always like, "Oh, you're gonna give it two stars? You're giving it? You're giving that five stars?" Like, that's <laughs> because I, expect, I was expecting it to five be like stars, a and, and I can never let he you always, let that live that. I down. gave what? Scoob five stars, and I can't let you live that down. Because it's a cute movie. <laughs> I love that movie. I loved it. Whatever. Um, going to me. I also gave this movie three stars, uh, which you know I you know I enjoyed watching it. I thought a lot of the songs were fun. I didn't agree or think some of the stuff was perfect or really hit for me. Um, and it's definitely it's definitely uh, uh, 1962, and some of those green screens and stuff is uh, not necessarily. You keep saying green screens. I don't think they're green screens. I think they're well, whatever. Backdrops. It reminds me of a green screen. <laughs> it, doesn't matter it's just funny because you think they had green screens in what was it 1962 the thing that looks like is green screen <laughs> <laughs> like i didn't research exactly the way they made that thing it just like, it's you know. funny because it goes along with you you know not knowing, not knowing cars and yeah well what did they use <laughs> it's like matte matte paintings and yeah. Stuff. yeah and they just and they didn't like make them move i don't know the way they did it is so bad no yeah so it was just, the way it they was did a the static train thing, background because you can yeah. tell the train they're not it's like a box just a fake train box you know but i think the way that they because they had it on like a revolving um backdrop so it would just go around in a circle like you know what i mean oh uh, see it didn't look like that to me it looked like they were just I, jumping <laughs> up and down <laughs> and like, they well, they were making they were making themselves down. jumping up and down. Did you notice that? Yeah, I did. That was cool. Because they, I'm surprised they were all like on beat when they were yeah. like, <laughs> it was just yeah, it was hilarious. so bad. Um, uh, that was my review. Okay. 
Um, I gave it four stars. I said that Robert (laughs) Preston is electric. And though the story feels very by the numbers, the end does give it a little something extra that really delivered for me. Um, My why I held it back though was I don't need a two and a half hour long movie. <laughs> they yeah, should have been cut. some stuff here. Yeah. But it's hard because those stage musicals are that long and they were faithful to the stage musical. So but it's hard to, hard to sit through that long of a, a movie anyway, let alone a, a family movie. You know, usually those are nice and nice and tight. <laughs> Keep it tight. <laughs> It's a kids movie. Yeah, I liked. I really liked it though. Okay, cool, cool. awesome. Well, uh, uh, what's what's your movie, Alex? You're the one picking oh, next. Thanks for asking. So my movie that has the word "man" in the title Whoa. is. Hold on, I don't know what year it is. I was gonna say what year it is. It's 2022. No, well, not the right now. <laughs> what year is this? Um, 1995 film Man of the House. Starring oh, Eddie the one with um, Cedric the Entertainer and Tommy Lee Jones? No, not that one. No. Oh. The 1995 one. Unless, <laughs> unless Jacob picks that one for his. Um, but mine is Chevy Chase and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Nice. No, I don't know what I'm going to pick yet. I keep okay. trying to think of every movie with the word man in it that I can think of. Aquaman. Batman. Batman. Ant-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> Cinderella Man. Did Rain someone man. say Iron Man already? In- Inside Man. Iron Man. Wait, what did you say? Alex? Inside Man. Inside we learned man. about that movie last night, Kristen. Hollow Man. <laughs> the Invisible Man. You know, so I'm, I'm going through all those in my head. The Man know. with the Golden Gun. The um, Manchurian Candidate. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a good one. She's uh, she's the man. Ooh, there you go. I was about to say the Human Torch, but that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Wonder Woman. There, there you go. go. <laughs> I don't I'm think gonna, that counts. So I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick one out. Um, my me thought. I don't know if I, you want me to give you any kind of anything or just wait. Um, for it's up to you how you feel. You can wait. You don't have to. Okay. Lock yourself down yet? Say it. Well, I'm not going to choose my movie yet because I don't know what I'm <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? So my – well, I don't know. So I have quite a few that I obviously could choose. Um, I kind of want to choose a superhero movie just because it's the perfect for this theme, you know. I, You know, something with man, Iron Man, you know, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I also really, really want to choose I Love You, Man. Oh, oh yeah. I one. love that movie. <laughs> but then part of me also kind of wants to choose uh, just kind of a movie that probably people haven't seen and I haven't seen in a long time, but it's a movie that mom used to own on DVD, and I think about the cover of it a lot uh, and the DVD of it a lot. The Bill Murray uh, the, movie? Yeah, The Man Who Knew Too Little uh, oh. also. So those are the three, uh, th- or those are the two and plus a uh, superhero movie some kind that I'm kind of going into my mind about right now, so. Probably one of those. Cool. Also, Anchorman, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm excited. Whatever you pick is going to be awesome. Um, But it'll also be fun to watch Man of the House next week. I'm so glad we're back, guys. Yeah. Woohoo. All right. (laughs) Do you want to take us out, Kristen? Um, 
No, you can okay. do it. <laughs> Take us right, out well, back thanks. with Lassie. <laughs> what? Wait, no. Lassie. Old, old Yeller, you Old mean? Yeller. <laughs> what are you doing to Lassie? God, Cujo. no. Let's watch the Redford and Grove. Quit trying to save people, Lassie. Oh, my God. <laughs> How dare you? Um, okay, thank you all for listening. We are super excited to be back. Uh, please spread the word. Share, you know, tweets, Facebook posts, wherever you can. Um, give us likes, reviews, five-star ratings, all the above. And you can follow us on Twitter at I-L-L Take 3, the number 3 podcast. That's at I'll Take 3 Podcast. Um, I'm also on Twitter at Alex Expressed. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Jake Duke. And I'm also on Twitter, and I am... Wait, I messed up already. <laughs> Back in Sorry. the routine of things. At, <laughs> at I am Kristen1. Sorry, I had to look it up. I forgot. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, Till next time, keep playing 77 trombones, or whatever it is. What? Download... <laughs> Uh, if you don't buy a trumpet, trombone, some kind of brass instrument, and learn how to play it by next week, you guys. I don't even want to do talk just They don't have to learn how to play it. They just got to think oh, seven, it. Yeah, right? <laughs> You're right. And we'll, we'll think about, about it till next time. Bye. Seventy-six trombones caught the morning sun With a hundred and ten cornets right behind There were more than a thousand reeds springing up like Um, Kristen, you're going to start, right? No. <laughs> you said you were. I don't Kristen, know what to say. Okay. you're the leader of the podcast now. <laughs> Just start off like, welcome to Full Mosque. Not Full, wait, that's... <laughs> Definitely start off with Welcome to Fumas. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're recording now too, so you can put that. Oh my god. I'm glad we are uh, working back right in stride with where we left off. Yeah, exactly. Who'd improvise a full octave higher than the score?